Good morning, church family. Good morning, Father. We welcome one another and we pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. May the Lord Jesus, who calls us to follow him, be with each and every one of you. And with your spirit. Thank you very much. We pause and reflect on God's goodness and God's mercy. God, have mercy on us, forgive us our sinfulness, and bring us all to everlasting life. Amen. See 
right hand of the Father. the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, glory of God the Father, Amen, Amen, Grant us, Lord our God, that we may honor you with all our mind and love everyone in truth of heart. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Zephaniah. Seek the Lord, all you humble of the earth, who have observed his law. Seek justice, seek humility. Perhaps you may be sheltered on the day of the Lord's anger. But I will leave as a remnant in your midst, a people humble and lowly who shall take refuge in the name of the Lord, the remnant of Israel. They shall do no wrong and speak no lies, nor shall there be found in their mouths a deceitful tongue. They shall pasture and couch their flocks with none to disturb them. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Blessed are the poor in spirit, the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Blessed are the poor in spirit, the kingdom of heaven is theirs. The Lord keeps faith forever, secures for the oppressed, gives food to the hungry, the Lord sets captives free. Strangers 
the fatherless and the widow the Lord sustains, but the way of the wicked he thwarts. And the Lord shall reign forever. Your God, O Zion, through all generations. Alleluia. Blessed are the poor in spirit, the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Blessed are the poor in spirit, the kingdom of heaven is theirs. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Consider your own calling, brothers and sisters, not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were powerful. Not many were noble, were of noble birth. Rather, God chose the foolish of the world to shame the wise. And God chose the weak of the world to shame the strong. And God chose the lowly and despised of the world, those who count for nothing, to reduce to nothing those who are something, so that no human being might boast before God. It is due to him that you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God, as well as righteousness, sanctification, and redemption, so that as it is written, whoever boasts should boast in the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. From the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Thank you, o Lord. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he had sat down, his disciples came to him. He began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the land. Blessed are they who hunger 
and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you and utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Good morning, St. Benedict. Good morning, Julie. Before I begin today's reflection, I just want to acknowledge that we live in such chaotic times. And often when we come to church, we're filled with so much angst, anger, and hurt from what we see going on in the world, in our communities, and sometimes in our own homes. And it's not easy getting up here Sunday after Sunday for those who faith share and those who bring them the word and the, and the message um, to not just really acknowledge that we're in a hurt, hurting place right now. And yet that's why it is so important that day after day Sunday after Sunday, as the body of Christ, we show up to be nurtured and fed and to be in communion with one another as we pour out what the world has poured in and tried to harm us with, as we pour that out and allow God to pour into us. And this weekend, the scriptures are so relatable, so connected. Oftentimes, when we prepare for our faith sharing, the first reading, the responsorial psalm, the second reading, and the gospel reading, it can be hard to make connection, and we strive to do so. But this weekend, every word is connected. Every word flows into the next reading, into the psalm, into the gospel. Amen. Amen. And thank you, Jesus, for making it plain and clear. Even when the world around us is trying to keep things foggy and unclear, trying to keep us discombobulated, trying to lead us to hopelessness, faithlessness, just trying to work and wear us down. 
But as the body of Christ, we can say the devil is a lie and we will hold on to the faith that we know because Amen. God has brought us a mighty long way. Amen. And we still have a mighty long way to go. Amen. But when we humble ourselves, when we present ourselves before the Lord, when we hear this word, blessed are the poor in spirit, we know without a shadow of a doubt who is holding us in the palm of his hand. And so earlier this week, we had a wonderful liturgical discussion and the question came up, what does it mean to be poor in spirit? And so briefly, I just wanna reflect on the answer to that question. To be poor in spirit, it means we recognize our own poverty and cry out to God. We turn to trust in and rely on God for everything. We surrender all to God. We say completely yes to God. We relinquish the right to be selfish and self-centered and we do not look at the things of this world to fill us up or satisfy us because we know and accept the fact that God is the source of everything. He is the answer to every question. He is the satisfier of every need. And without him, we are utterly and totally lost. The poor in spirit know that God is coming back and we best be ready. Much like the people in the first reading, God has placed you and I here for such a time as this. We were specifically designed to be on earth at this time, this very moment. The people of faith, the body of Christ, who choose to live our lives in a manner that is pleasing to the creator and reflects his spirit to a world that is hurting. Because whether the world wants to accept it or not, want to believe it or not, they need people who are poor in spirit. The world needs people who are sold out hook, line, and sinker for Christ. The world needs people who will mourn the fact that people live on the street and children go to bed hungry. The world needs people who are meek, which means people who are bending to the will of God, not the will of man, who hunger and thirst for righteousness, who are merciful, clean of heart, peacemakers, people who withstand the onslaught of the attacks of those who do not choose to believe, and we choose to live a life that is pleasing to God instead of one that is pleasing to the world. Oh, my people today. Oh, yes. 
what a blessing it is to be poor in spirit and know the Lord Jesus Christ. To understand that God is coming back and that we have to have our hearts and minds and souls ready to receive him. Blessed are the poor in spirit. The Lord keeps faith forever. He does secure justice for the oppressed. He does give food to the hungry. He sets the captives free. He gives sight to the blind. He raises up those who are bowed down. He loves the just, protects strangers. The way of the wicked he thwarts. The Lord shall reign forever. But here's the thing, St. Benedict. It's all in God's time, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And we know it's hard to wait. We pray and we pray and we pray and we ask God. And sometimes it's yes, sometimes it's no, and oftentimes it's wait. We've got to wait for his perfect time. But when we're poor in spirit, we've poured out everything. And we're saying yes to his way, his will, his word, his timing. And I'll be the first to say, it's not easy. This is a 24-7 faith walk. And sometimes we get it right and sometimes we don't. But we just keep going back to the source. We keep coming before the throne of grace and asking for that mercy. Mercy, Lord, have mercy. And in the second reading, it tells us, you know what? We are in Christ Jesus because God placed us there. It's nothing we did. He did it. So when we boast about all that's going on, when it's great, this, that, and the other, we need to boast in God. Thank you, Lord, for blessing me. And all that I have and don't have, I know is because of you, and it's because it's the way you would have it to be in my life. Yes. We have a role to play, St. Benedict, in the body of Christ, in our church, in the world. We all bring our respective gifts and talents to the table, to the church, to our neighborhoods. We are most desperately needed we can humble ourselves and be loving, kind, empathetic, forgiving. We can be all that God has created us to be because he equips us to do all that he is calling us to do. And yes, it is a lifelong process. We're constantly learning and growing. And revelation God is blessing us with and the Holy Spirit is speaking to us. And even when we don't listen, eventually, eventually, He's going to get, we're going to learn and, and hopefully follow the path that he's laid before us. But the interesting thing is, as we listen to the Beatitudes as read today in this gospel, one of the things that is abundantly clear is we can't do any of this without Christ Jesus. We can't live this Christian life without Christ being at the core of who and what we are. So we have to give up the selfishness and our right to the way we think we want to live, when we want to live, if it falls outside of the will of God. And when we profess our faith and say he is the sole source, he, we're serving him, then we have to follow 
his guidance, his word, his leaning. We have to empty ourselves and we have to allow Christ to fill us up. We have to be humble. And that's the antithesis of the look at me, look at me, Facebook world we live in. <laughs> but remember this, we can have millions of dollars, millions of likes, and millions of followers, but that will not rescue us from the wrath of God and the final Amen. judgment. Amen. It will not keep us from becoming ill. It will not prevent us from dying. Newsflash, we don't get out of here alive. <laughs> we don't. We will all make the transition at some point. For us as Christians, we praise God because we know where we're going. There Amen. is a, an eternal life and you're either living with God or you're separated from God. And there's no amount of stuff, material, nothing that can prevent that from happening. And so we put stock in, faith in, hope in, belief in, the one who is holding us in the palm of his hand. The Beatitudes are calling us, leading us to live a life worthy of that call. And if I expect God to turn around all the circumstances in my life and make it something good, then I must be willing to trust him, love him, and surrender to him. In Isaiah 41, 9 through 10, it says, You whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called from its remotest parts and said to you, You are my servant. I have chosen you and not rejected you. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not anxiously look about you, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. St. Benedict's, regardless of what circumstances we are up against, there is no knowledge we will ever need that is not accessible through our living, loving, holy, and righteous God. So let us, as the word says, draw near with confidence to the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace in time of need. The Beatitudes lead us on a spiritual faith walk towards living a mature, an intimate relationship with Jesus. It's not about perfection, it's about obedience to the Lord, living for God and not for self, fully committed and surrendered to his will, his way, and his word. Yes, we will falter and fail sometimes. But it is such a blessing to realize and to know that God is here with us, that he is living on the inside of us and that his spirit is here to guide us. He's got us. 
and all of the situations and circumstances we face. Everything that happens in our lives has been sifted through the palm of his hands. And if that is the case, then we can be rest assured that we will make it because he is holding us so close to his heart. We can do this, brothers and sisters. We can make it because we serve a risen Lord. We belong to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And there's nothing, absolutely nothing, that can separate us from his love or snatch us out of the palm of his hands. Amen and thank Amen. you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> We've got to keep our cups full of the love of Christ so that we can pour into others. If our cup is empty, how can we do that? We've got to let God show us how to tap into the eternal source, the living water of his light and his love. We have the spirit of Christ living in us. We are his children. We are predestined to be here at this very moment and God has already made a way for each of us. We must choose to follow him, be with him, abide in him. These are the decisions we must make day after day in order to be Jesus's disciples. So St. Benedict, when you reach the end of your rope, and all of the light that we know. We've got to step out on faith and trust and believe that God has got us and our circumstances. We've got to be who God is calling us to be, to show up the way Christ would have us to show up and be obedient to his word. Let Christ handle the circumstances because when we call out to him, we can say, Lord, I want to do your will, your way. So I'm going to act accordingly and let you handle the circumstances and the situation because I trust and believe in you. When we pour ourselves out, when we let go of our selfish, insecure, greedy, worldly nature and let the Heavenly Father rule our lives, there is nothing God can't do through us, for us, and in us. Amen. That's when we'll have the peace that surpasses all understanding. And let me leave you with this thought. Our scarcity does not cap God's generosity. Our needs, whether they are spiritual, financial, relational, material, whatever need we have, God has an abundance of everything to offer and give to us. Our short-sightedness, doubt, fear, disbelief in no way limits what God can do in our lives. We must trust and obey. He is the keeper of our soul and the captain of our ship. And for that, we must be grateful 
and praise his name. Amen. 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 Thank Julie. Yes, we do. And now let's profess our faith with which we have been blessed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God. Begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. And by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified and the Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. And rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended to heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified. He was spoken to the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church, I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. The Beatitudes express God's unconditional love for us. Knowing we are Father's beloved children, let us present our prayer to him. That the church leaders may always remain open to the divine direction of the Holy Spirit. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That rulers and legislators may be inspired by the Beatitudes to serve the poor and the voiceless. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That the poor people, especially those who are homeless or mentally ill, may enjoy a life of dignity and abundant blessings. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer that all who fight for justice and peace may maintain hope in difficult times. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayers. That all who gather at this table may take seriously their calling to help build the reign of God in home, school, and neighborhood. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayers. For those who have died, especially Richard Aronio, who passed away recently, may they rest in the peace of God's love for the intentions of this mass offered for the birthday of David Cola Sr. and for the intentions of Nanette Cooper. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayers. For our own personal intentions, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayers. For the advancement of the beatification and canonization of Henriette DeLille, Sister Thea Bowman, Mother Mary Lange, Pierre Toussaint, Sister Julia Greeley, and Father Augustus Tolton, 
Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayers. God of justice and mercy, you know our needs and relieve our anxiety. Give us humble hearts and make us worthy of your love. We ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. There is no second collection today, just one big one. <laughs> <laughs> Pray, friends, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice in our hands for the praise and glory of God's name, for our good and good of all his holy church. O Lord, we bring to your altar these offerings of our service. Be pleased to receive them, we pray, and transform them into the sacrament of our redemption. 
Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And, and with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God through Christ. For through his paschal mystery, he accomplished the, mar the marvelous deed by which he has freed us from the yoke of sin and death, summoning us to the glory of being now called a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for your own possession, to proclaim everywhere your mighty works, for you have called us out of darkness into your own wonderful light. And so, with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. indeed holy and to be glorified, O God, who love the human race and who always walk with us on the journey of life. Blessed indeed is your Son present in our midst when we are gathered by his love and when as once for the disciples so now for us he opens the scriptures and breaks the bread. Therefore, Father most merciful, we ask that you send forth your Holy Spirit to sanctify these gifts of bread and wine, that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, on the night of the Last Supper, he took bread and said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was almost over, he took the chalice, gave you thanks, and gave the chalice to his friends, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for all for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith.
When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come, until you come, until you come again. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come, until you come, until you come again, until you come, until you come, until you church which is in the diocese of Oakland by the light of the gospel. Strengthen the bond of unity between the faithful and the pastors of your people together with Francis our Pope, Michael our Bishop, John our retired Bishop, and the whole order of bishops that in a world torn by strife your people may shine forth as a prophetic sign of unity and peace. Remember our sisters and brothers who have fallen asleep in the peace of your Christ and all the dead whose faith you alone have known. Admit them to rejoice in the light of your face, and in the resurrection give them the fullness of life. Grant also to us when our earthly pilgrimage is done, that we may come to an eternal dwelling place and live with you forever. There in communion with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the apostles and martyrs, with St. Benedict, with all the saints, we shall praise and exalt you through Jesus Christ, your Son. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. the Savior's command informed by divine teaching, we dare to say. grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, 
Christ, you said to your apostles, you now say to all of us, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of all your church and graciously grant us peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with each and every one of you. And with your spirit. Thank you very much and let's let us offer each other a sign of peace.
God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb.
living gifts, we pray, O Lord, that through this help to eternal salvation, true faith may ever increase. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Good afternoon, church family. Good afternoon. So just a reminder, Mardi Gras is next Saturday. It is here. So if you have not RSVP'd yet, make sure you see me. RSVP list is going to be 25. If you're not on that list, it's going to be 30. So come and see me. Make sure you get RSVP. Our one and only Jorge Watson will be on the ones and twos. We're going to have great food. You know how we do. It's going to be gumbo, red beans and rice, all that good stuff. So come on and join us. This is our fundraiser for church. Also, the Super Bowl TV raffle is still going. $4 each or 3 for 10 Come and see me in, or any nights for any tickets. Last but not least, gentlemen, gentlemen, if you're not doing anything, if you're not doing anything, don't start no mess, we in church. If you're not doing anything, gentlemen, come and join us in the hall. The game is already going on. It's, everything is already set up. So gentlemen, if you're not doing anything, come and join us. The Knights is having a little football party. We're gonna watch football today and just fellowship, have a good time. So come on in and join us. Thank you so much. Ms. Dion, you had an announcement? Yeah. We have one more. Good afternoon, church family. Good afternoon. I'm Carol Collins, and I'm here representing the St. Benedict's Line Dancers Planning Committee. And joining me are a couple of other members. We have um, Walter Matthews, who is our current line dance instructor. Jackie Stewart, who was our first line dance instructor. When we started back in 2012. 2012 was our first line dancing class. And, it, and except for during the pandemic, we've been dancing ever since. Um, we also have Joanne Matthews and my husband, James Collins, on the planning committee. So I'd like to just share with you a little bit about who we are and our accomplishments so far. So Line Dancing Classes was raised as a suggestion for promoting community outreach during a 2012 St. Benedict's Church retreat. Father Jay subsequently designated the class as a community outreach ministry. Uh, as I mentioned, the first class was held in 2012, taught by our own Jackie Stewart. Classes are held in St. Benedict's, uh, rather Father J. Matthews Hall, on Fridays from 1 to 3, and we have 40 members on our class roster. So although many come from the surrounding communities, um, many are not St. Benedict's parishioners, many come from throughout the Bay Area to these classes. Beginners are warmly welcomed. We're the only class in the Bay Area that is free to the community. The generous donations are voluntary. And over the years, we've collected enough to provide enhancements to the hall. Amen. July of 2019, we purchased and had installed four large ceiling fans in the hall. Last month, December 21st, the line dancing class contributed a substantial amount to cover the cost and installation of shades in the hall. We've also made donations to the church, donated cases of wine for functions held in the hall. We provided toys 
to the Ladies of Court 336 for Children's Hospital, and we have hosted several annual luncheon, fundraisers, and holiday parties. We will continue to look into ways that we can provide services and resources to our St. Benedict community. We are grateful to Father Jason and the Pastoral Council for your support and assistance in getting these things accomplished. If you have any questions or any suggestions, please feel free to reach out to any one of us after Mass. Thank you so much for your time and attention. Hello, everybody. Since I know that you guys sometimes kind of look over that bulletin thing you got in your hand, <laughs> um, just want to call the attention that next Sunday we'll start off our Black History Month celebrations. It actually started, it began with Dorgan, Martin Luther King. <laughs> and we have um, Mr. Stuart Pirelliat creator of Man to Man, youth urban advocate, who will be our first speaker. We have Father Ken Hamilton, our very own Father Ken Hamilton, on the second Sunday. We have Miss Princess Washington, Lady Princess Washington, uh, a.k.a. Councilwoman Princess Washington, as she just won the last election for her city. And of course, Mr. Leonard Pete will be happy off. There's going to be lots of little tributes and surprises in between, so please uh, bring someone with you, family, friend, pass a flyer to someone you don't know, email it to them. We want to pack these church and rock the rafters for black history. Thank you all for being here. As always, love you guys. Take care. Thank you. Do we have any uh, visitors with us today? Mother Planets? Oh, back there? Okay. Let's pray over our visitors. Heavenly Father, our hearts are restless until they rest in you. Therefore, we thank you for our visitors. Fill them with faith. Inspire them with hope. And lead them in love. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Welcome. Keep coming back. Uh, now, do we have any birthdays with us this week? Okay, very good. Any children? Let us pray. God of all creation, we offer you grateful praise for the gift of life. Hear the prayers of your servants who recall today the day of their birth and rejoice in your gifts of life and love, family and friends. Bless them with your presence and surround them with your love that they may enjoy many happy years, all of them pleasing to you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Do we have any uh, anniversaries? 
Okay, I wanted to share with you that I knew the score of today's game even before the game started. It was zero, zero. <laughs> I don't know about you, but today I really felt that I'd been to church. Amen. The Lord be with you. Thank you, man. Mighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our celebration is ended. Go in the peace of Christ. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Thank you for being here and have a wonderful week. You too, Thank you, Father.